Welcome to Kachemak Currents, brought to you by the Center for Alaskan Coastal Studies. When the fireweed turns to cotton, summer will soon be forgotten. When the fireweed seed flies, it is six weeks until the snow flies. Summer comes to an end when the fireweed blossoms get to the top of the stalk. Perhaps you've heard one of these sayings before, connecting the timing of fireweed flowers and seeds with the end of summer and the soon-to-follow autumn or winter. As many listeners have probably noticed, this year was a strange one for fireweed. Blossoms came late, and in many places, not at all. I can attest that I spotted a few blooms by the McDonald's intersection in mid to late July. They were noteworthy because I hadn't seen blooms anywhere else around town, and felt they were a few weeks overdue. On August 4th, I did collect some inflorescences near Bishop's Beach for a farmer's market activity, but I couldn't find any blooming higher up the bench. Soon after, it seems, most fireweed that hadn't bloomed moved on to the next phase of life. Here on Diamond Ridge, the hillsides are covered with the oranges and deep reds of fall fireweed foliage, skipping right over the fuchsia flowers. Typically, late summer and early fall winds carry tiny tufts of feathery fireweed seeds through the air. It always reminds me of smoke over the fiery colored hillsides. With up to 80,000 seeds per fireweed stalk, the air above a field of fireweed can quickly fill with the shimmery, fluffy, silk-like tufts of seeds taking flight in the wind. But this year, the seeds are absent. Why is this the case? While it is possible that some sort of insect, parasite, fungus, or disease is affecting wide swaths of the fireweed, it seems more likely that the weather is to blame. Let's start with rain. In my 36 years living in, or at least connected to Homer, this was one of the rainiest summers on record. The National Weather Service recorded 4.25 inches of precipitation for the Homer area in July, which is the maximum recorded going back to 1986, the year I was born. The average for the month of July is usually 1.55 inches of precipitation. August was even rainier, 5.33 inches. That isn't quite as much precipitation as we got last August, 5.98 inches, but it is the second greatest amount of precipitation recorded in the past 36 years, and more than twice the average of 2.5 inches for August precipitation from that time span. In fact, 2022 and 2023 were the only years in my entire life the National Weather Service recorded more than four inches of precipitation in August for the Homer area. What about temperature? There is some evidence from other places that fireweed must reach a certain temperature for a certain amount of time before it will bloom. While it felt like a cooler summer than most, temperature data indicate that our daily minimums, daily maximums, and daily average temperatures hovered near the average of 1986 through 2023. So it doesn't seem like unusual temperatures are at the root of the fireweed failure here this time. Is the extra rain the explanation? I haven't been able to find any data to support this hypothesis, but it seems plausible. If not the rain itself, perhaps the associated cloud cover, which might have limited the photosynthetic success of the fireweed. Whatever caused the dearth of fireweed flowers, it has surely impacted local insects. Many beekeepers have expressed concern that their honeybees have not been able to collect nectar and pollen from fireweed this year. Typically, it is the most common flower visited by honeybees in our region. Other local pollinators of fireweed include native bumblebees and a number of species of solitary bees, butterflies, moths, and even hummingbirds. I wonder how these species are being affected by the lack of fireweed flowers. As for the fireweed itself, the lack of blossoms and seeds doesn't necessarily mean doom. In addition to sexual reproduction through flowers and seeds, fireweed can reproduce asexually through rhizomes. These underground structures allow it to propagate quickly and successfully, with some accounts of rhizomes growing into new flowering stalks within one month, 
with the right amount of sun and warmth. Next summer, we'll see if the rhizomes are able to fill the fields with new fireweed once again. This is Katie Gavanis, and this has been Catchmat Currents, brought to you by the Center for Alaskan Coastal Studies, which has been connecting you with the nature of Catchmat Bay through education and stewardship for over 40 years.